Welcome to Drop School. An eight-week journey following one unknown designer. So my name is Jordi, I'm 19 years old, and I'm about to drop the first product from my brand. Going from no brand to pulling off his very first drop event. You can see the progress in a crash course. Each week, a new masterclass. I'm not sure how crazy this machine is. Yes, Jordi, are you scared? Each week, a new challenge. To do very small stuff at a very high level is luxury. That's really to my type shit. This is Drop School. It's getting a bit hectic in Paris. <laughs> Unlucky, bro. <laughs> hey, Jordi, it's Alizé Demange, your own personal Drop School mentor. Well done on your last few challenges, but your drop date is getting really close, so we need to think about product production. There's someone I want you to meet here in London, and then I hope you've got a passport, because guess what? You're going to Paris. Third lesson of Drop School. We're on our way to meet Alizé with the production crew. What I like about being a young designer is the potential. But I do wish that I started earlier because I've had so many ideas for like two years. It's also a money thing. Like when you're 16, who's going to have over like 500 pounds to start something? Because I know I didn't. Anyway. I don't know why I'm baiting myself, but like a oh, general 16-year-old, who, who has five bills to just drop? What's your follow account so far? On Instagram. 11, let's see if I know, 11.7K? Yeah. No. It is. It is. That's <laughs> how you know, I can't really uh -huh. too much. That's sick. Yeah. A lot of people comment under your post saying, when are these dropping? Yeah, I'm going to screenshot all of them and be like, I'm going to tag them and be like, yo, it's dropping today, so if... <laughs> Just pull up on everyone. But you're going to, like, let's say, if your drop is in 2024, you're pulling up messages from 2022. Yes, because yes. it's digital footprint. They've put their name there. They said that they wanted it, so <laughs> they're stuck with that. <laughs> Hi, Hello. how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm right. fine, thank you. You know what, I almost forgot you were coming. I thought <laughs> they were just going to talk to me. I'm so confused. This week, we're going to talk about product production. It's probably the most difficult part of any brand, like getting your samples right, getting your product right, getting your numbers right, finding manufacturers, where to start. A lot of people don't even know who to contact, whether to do it in Europe, whether to do it abroad, whether to do it in their home country, finding people who can sample adequately. Like, it's actually the toughest part of, like, executing any type of ideas. Oh, yeah, we should talk about, like, the current manufacturer you've got now. I'm on the third sample. Each one cost me money and a lot of time talking back and forth with manufacturers in China. So you've gone through a few already? Yeah, like some of them I've sent them my tech pack and then like the conversation's already too slow and I'm like, I know once pressure hits, these people are not going to be reliable. How did you even source the first one? A recommendation from a friend. The sampling process is very difficult because you can put money into a sample and then it come out ex like nothing how you wanted it to be. <laughs> and then <laughs> it's like a whole month down the drain and you're gonna have to do the same thing again. You have to be prepared that 
it's not gonna come out the first time. Would you ever consider making a sample set in the UK so that you, I'm working closely with like a tailor or seamstress so that you can get that sample like to perfection immediately, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Producing in the UK is definitely something I want to do as soon as possible. But with money-wise, I feel like it's very expensive. And especially some my age, 19, I feel like it's harder to get the money to do as many samples and make as many mistakes as I know I'm going to make in this journey. Now that we are not in Europe anymore, it has really changed the production style for people making clothes in the UK. A lot of people are just doing Exodus. Like, so many designers are, like, not showing in London anymore. UK designers are just leaving, yeah. going to Paris, um, because it's just not as lucrative, the catch-22 of having a brand. Like, how do you make it affordable for you to start when you don't have a massive cash injection? Because most of us don't have that. The reason why there is a monopolization of certain sneaker brands, because in order for you to do one trainer mould, is £10,000. Just for one sample, you might not even like that mould. Yeah. Unless yeah. you've got mummy and daddy money, yeah. or like you come from certain backgrounds, certain people are ahead because they have that privilege to redo their samples a billion times, mm -hmm. or start the brand again, because everything costs money. So, Jordi, I'm going to set you up with a meeting with Pablo Atal this week. Um, Pablo owns a clothing pop-up store and a t-shirt factory in Paris. He prints tees for Cortez, Soho Yacht Club, and he does pop-ups with Clint, Places Plus Faces, Awake Clothing, and, like, so many more other things. He also models and is known for attention from brands like Gosha Rubinsky and Marcelo Bourlon. His style has been praised by ASAP Mob, and he was featured in Complex Magazine's 25 Under 25, The New Young Leaders of Style. So, like, you know, he's kind of popping, like, you know what I mean? He's over from Paris at the moment in London, and not only does he have a great insight in overseeing, like, proper good production, he's got amazing connections, which definitely helps in this game. So he's someone to impress. Good luck. Skedaddle. Let's go. Get out, mouse. <laughs> Big walk, strong walk. I love that for you, man. Yeah. Appreciate nice it. Nice to meet you, nice bro. bro. Jordi. Pablo, nice to meet you. Where are you from? I'm Nigerian, I'm Congolese. No, I'm Con uh, Kinshasa or what's that? Kinshasa. Give me a hug. Give me a hug. That's why you draped out. Yeah, I get it from being Congolese. Bro, you get it from the motherland, you know? Exactly. We drape on God. You know, Pastor P here, checking in. <laughs> We are now gonna enter what is, what was the first Cortez office, archive room and samples room. And so you're gonna visit this, basically uh, the room where Cortez was created. So let's go. So that was the last time I was in London. Yeah, so what are you gonna be doing here mainly this time? Um, I, I guess uh, you're the main reason I, I, came, I came here, but it's, a God-given timing, because this is a big weekend for London. Yeah. Uh, Clint is dropping the shoe again, the last drop, Saturday. How do you balance all the creative stuff you do? I don't. How old are you? 19. I'm 25. Six years down the road, if you want to achieve something very big in the fashion industry, I doubt it that you'll be balanced. It's not for everybody. 
That's the advice I've heard a lot from a lot of people that it definitely doesn't come easy. Call it, not, don't call it greatness, because it sounds cocky. Call it big, big shit. Making a Nike collab after five years of having a brand is big shit. It came at great expense. A lot of people don't know it, don't know the real cost. And so they think they want a Nike collab, but they don't. They want the title. Try and solve the equation of how great do I want to be? What greatness means to me? If greatness means to you that you're trying to make five, 5,000 bucks a month, have a house outside London and raise your family, if at 19, if you figured that out, I couldn't be the happiest nigga around for you to try and go and achieve that. It's beautiful. And I'm trying to at some point quit with five million a month. I have the will to achieve it my way. You know, I breathe, I have two legs, two arms. Fuck it. I'm gonna rule the world. Clint said it, you know, Clint said it. And it's, 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 I guess that's why I'm, I'm so, I'm the biggest fan of Clint, of the whole room. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why I'm emotional now, it's crazy. But our ancestors, they suffered too much for us to like, not achieve what we was born to achieve, you know? Do you ever feel like because of your race, people like downplay what you're doing or might not be able to help you? No. Or like people are just not? Not my race. We transfer are paying you a black kid and me a black kid to be filmed by this camera. You know, in every society, darkest people are the most oppressed since ever. My nigga dropped a Nike shoe with a prison on it. How could I ever lose? I know my ancestor got it hard. I got it good. I got it easy. I got a Nike collab. We got it good. The brands, they want to fuck with us. Okay, Jordi, do you want to show Pablo the trousers? These are the trousers I'm wearing right now. I'm going to stand up. They're like a Let white, bled. Uh, Where do you produce that? I get it produced overseas. Where? In China. There's no overseas. I'm, pro I'm prediction. Yeah. I want to know what country, what city. You know what overseas. I'm saying? I don't mind overseas. It's like, uh -huh. mind you, I think people have to stop acting like China isn't the best factory in the world. Never bullshit me with the overseas. Yeah. You tell me China, because you're a clever young man yeah. to, to produce your gene in China. Yeah. Because this is the best and cheapest factory in the whole world. Yeah. How much do you sell them? Um, I'm planning to have it around 120, 130. 120? Yeah. This shit is cheap. <laughs> it's too cheap. It's really good quality. It's a great jeans. It's yeah. a 500 pound jeans. For sure. And it got like... So why 120? Because I just haven't really done something like this. How much your shoes cost? I think I paid 510. You see the issues? Yeah. You see your potential? Yeah. Why would you give Vivian Westwood 600? Why would you give yourself 120? Because maybe I'm doubting myself. Maybe I'm doubting think, my ability. I think you do. Key is in margin. How much does that cost you to produce? Um, 
You say you say it to me, young nigga. <laughs> it's definitely cheaper than what it, I am selling it. And of I course. feel like I'm not gonna you, make as much as I should make. You're giving design. me bullshit. You're trying to sell 120. What's your production cost? Maybe we'll cut it. I don't mind. Yeah, you can, guys gonna cut it? If you yeah. want it to be cut, you will cut it. Yeah, it's around pounds. Every product you price needs to reflect what you want to do with the money you make in the margin. If you want to store with marble floor and champagne for your client, forget the 120. Okay, it's clear that Pablo's got some strong opinions on the price point, and it's time for him to set Jordi his third drop school challenge. So challenge, you're gonna go to the factory in Paris and you're gonna use my machines to make these a 500 euro jeans. Yeah. You can use screen print, you can use DTG, you can use chain stitch. Chain stitch is, is an easy way to go to 500 because it's very expensive. Because <laughs> my guy is the best and he's very talented, but you'll just witness how long it takes. So, I've decided to use the patches I create for week two's challenge, but I'm updating the design. I'm gonna add some colors so that they can be embroidered and then sewn onto the trousers. So I'm just working on some new digital files. Ava, my girlfriend, she's helped me with creative direction. This is on mannequins, but also like her sketches in stage. Mm -hmm. But like, you could blow up sketches in stage and get like, you know, just like, Plain linen frame it, like each That's kind of cut out. Mm -hmm. So then that kind of like creates dimension to like, it's not just a pair of trousers. Ava's coming to meet us in Paris to help me with my challenges. Because we've only got a weekend here, there's a lot to do. She really understands my vision for a recall project. I love her style, she loves mine. I really value her opinion. So where are we now and what are we doing? Right now, we are on our way to Paris. We're on the Eurostar. We're actually traveling backwards. <laughs> We're facing the wrong way, but it's cool. Pablo sent me a challenge to do a one-of-one -one embroidered pair. I've sent over the PSD file for it. So we're gonna get that sorted and embroidered onto the jeans in Paris. I've gone through countless ones. I've sent him a lot of them and told them to ignore the last ones because I'm just indecisive. Then now I want to take away the color again. Really? You're going to take away the color? Yeah, okay. maybe. So we'll ask him when we get to Paris, we'll ask him. He's able to change it. Um, I feel like he, he'll be impressed or he'll be like, what the hell is this? Like, <laughs> there's no in between. We've arrived in Paris. I was thinking we're outside the train station, got all this expensive camera equipment. I'm not saying there's any shady characters around, but nobody looks shady. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't trust this fuck, this guy over here, man. That's a bit. <laughs> yeah. Bonjour. <laughs> Wait, what is this? Oh, the new, the museum. What is it? The museum. Yeah. This place is so sick. Just seeing the amount of people, just yeah, all different types of people just walking about. Okay, we're jumping in a taxi to go meet Pablo. This area, people from Congo are going crazy. You can see from a mile away how they're swagging. I like it. <laughs> Making a movie? Yeah. No, no, like a documentary. Ah, documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About this guy. About him. You see that celebrity in the back there? It's, a, it's a, about fashion. 
Hello, yeah. Hi, hi guys. Welcome to the factory. So we're all mic'd up and Pablo wants to talk through Geordie's product price point. Okay, this is a disclaimer from the Soundy. Well, in Paris, it's a hot, humid day, so we've had to leave the door open. So if you can hear the sounds of Paris in the background, please just enjoy. So you need to come back with a price for the pants. I definitely upped the price. <laughs> I've definitely upped the price. I deeped it, didn't make sense yeah. for me to price it that low. And you're right, it was definitely like a confidence thing, being new and coming into it yeah. and doing that. So yeah, I've definitely appreciated what I've done more and priced it higher. So what's the price now? It's gonna be around 180 to 200. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I think it's giving. And it's, what's great is that you have a lot of room to grow in this. It's just like 120 was a, a little ridicule. Yeah. Compared, and remember I was, <laughs> asking you the price of what you're wearing, and the gap was really big. I sense it, because yeah. of how you dress. Mm -hmm. You're wearing expensive shit. You're gonna wanna make expensive shit. Exactly. And it's expensive to make expensive shit. Cool, so Pablo's happy, and Jordi has upped the price of his product, but now it's time to create his one-of-one -one pair, the 500 euro jeans. Jeans? Yeah, it's in my suitcase. I can go get up for a so Jordi's just getting set up with Saladin, who is Pablo's employee who specializes in embroidery. So Saladin here, getting your stuff ready is um, preparing uh, the files that we're gonna embroider on your jeans. Because uh, his craft is so special and very, very um, uh, rare and thus uh, expensive. This machinery is a work of art in itself. You can see when it breaks. <laughs> That's when I knew he was the man. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you learn to do this? In uh, Troyes. Troyes is a city in France. Oh, okay. A normal random factory that does embroidery patches would say to Jordi is, we're going to send you some patches, you're going to be able to iron them, or you can actually stitch them. But the fact that we can do this is something that only someone that understands this can appreciate. It's a very, very high-end, experience if you think about it. To do very small stuff at a very high-end um, level of making is the real luxury. So that's Louis Vuitton type shit. <laughs> so we're gonna start making the one-of-one one recall project trousers. Okay, Jordi, let's go through the plan for the patches. I think you've picked three of your designs. Yeah. Explain it to me, I don't um, know how to know. This is my logo. Okay. And that's the head. The of yelling the logo. faces. Yeah. Okay. And okay. he's sort of usually screaming, "Recall cool project." Okay. Yeah. Like and this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, I just feel like the head is cool. It's a cool shape. I also tried to have more of a messy approach with this one. I yeah. feel like it came out really sick. This one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With the circle. I've never seen anyone. Um, my brother was doing the logo for mm -hmm. me, and then I was like, just try put some X's around so that maybe the machine could like yeah, catch. Yeah, yeah up with the logo and I feel like, yeah, it came out sick. Cool. And then the last one is just the recall the project. Recall, this yeah. One. yeah. What do you think of the designs, technically, Pablo? I That's think there's no sick. truth about graphic design. Nike has the swoosh and the swoosh doesn't mean anything till they put it on shoes and have the best athlete of the world running with it. Cortez is a good example with the Alcatraz. Like, mm -hmm. it's not a great graph, like, Clint, 
as great as he is doesn't come from a graphic design background. The other resources he was able to add it, add to it mm-hmm. made it great. But the logo itself, I'm sure like if it's analyzed by uh, a proper graphic designer would tell you like, oh, it lacks uh, balance here yeah. or whatever, you <laughs> yeah. know, like I feel like it's really up to you to do what you want. Do do, do something with feel, that. Yeah, like, yeah I, li- I really yeah, like this one. Know. I feel like this size is perfect. Okay. I really like the um, left side. Okay. I always like having stuff on my left side. Uh, no, use this one. Yeah. I'm gonna put it around this side of the knee, yeah. and then the two patches, maybe one to the side and one at the bottom. Mm. I'm gonna be a qualified tailor after this. <laughs> I'm trying to have it like in this area so it can be more subtle. The size of it matters to you, why so much? If it's too big, then it won't necessarily look like a patch. It will just look like a logo. The smaller the letters, the less you're going to be able to read oh, it. Okay. So mm-hmm. the text should be the biggest according to the machine you're using. Okay. I feel like this is probably the biggest I want them or to be. I like this one being small. No, but de toute sur sur la version finale, il faut que tu fasses tous les ouais, toutes ouais, les lettres. Ouais. Do you have a smaller one? Can we do a little bigger, do you mind? Yeah, how bigger? No. I feel like the logo being blasted, yeah, the biggest, is kind of against what I kind of designed. Uh, yeah. Is there any possibly slightly smaller? Is that going to be difficult to change or? Jordi is going to give Alize a call as he isn't happy with how the design is going. Ibis, Ibis, Jordi. Hi, Alize. I'm with Pablo right now. Sorry. Hello. Hi, Pablo. How are you? I'm good, and you? Amazing. I just wanted to show you the progress that I made with the patches. Um, I've tried doing color, but then I did that. I didn't want to have um, the color, so I've changed it to gray and black. And then this is the recall project one. But he's redoing it because of the contrast. But I don't think it's going to happen. A little thing. Nah, but I hope so. It'll be sick. Yeah, I know, man. It's a letdown. It's a proper letdown. Okay, so Alizé's told Jordi to go have a little rethink because things haven't gone quite to plan today. So we're going to come back tomorrow. So, yeah, it's getting a bit hectic in Paris. I feel like I'm going to be twisting and turning when I go to bed, thinking that I should have done something better. I only have one sample pair of these trousers, so if this goes wrong, that's my pair ruined. You need to do it, like, message Pablo now and say, like, he said, because otherwise it's just not going to happen. No, no, no. You've had this vision. No, since day one, like, when... I've just spoke with Ava. She's encouraged me not to go against my vision for the logo. They need to stay small, so I'm redoing the files for Pablo and Salad. Today's a new day. I'm not sure how crazy this machine is. Nah, not not one bit. There's nothing to be scared about. No. So we've come back with fresh eyes. Jordi and Ava have had a little brainstorm and he seems much happier. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, we don't change everything, yeah. anything from the yeah. one we did. Yeah, that one was perfect. Okay. As much to the side as oh, possible. Okay, okay. Maybe even overlap a tiny bit. 
get a good bit of overlapping okay, and then put this one there. Yeah, let me go into the mirror and have a look. Where is wrong? What are you thinking? Yeah, this is sick. I really like this placement. So it's just a matter of time. It's like the anxiousness, the excitement just built up. Just me waiting and looking at him doing. Hi, um, we are at Pablo's factory again. I'm with everyone and they, yeah, they are finally finalizing. <laughs> Thank you. He is currently flipping my pair of jeans inside out so that he can sew them and then they're gonna be ready to go right after that. Okay, it looks like Saladin is done. After you. Look at this. This is tough. Proper, proper time. If it's happy, I'm happy. Jordi, when we started, you have none of these, all right? No, no, I had nothing. This is just with the stuff that I've learned with job school. <laughs> Everything I've learned, just coming together. If I could put it into one word, it would be student. <laughs> I'm a student. And like, if this was a course, genuinely, I would apply. So, Geordie's one-of-one one Made in Paris trousers are complete and ready to be sold at the drop event, which is creeping up on us. We've got six weeks of drop school to go. Yeah, you might even cry. You think? Yeah, sometimes, like, when you see something unfold, like, after you put in so much work into it, like, all your ideas have come to life and then people actually liking it and being there, it's like, it's the final... It's like pushing our baby, mm -hmm. Yeah, on the slide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a perfect analogy. Next time on Drop School. Uh, this week is all about campaign videos. This is probably going to be your most difficult challenge. Yeah. So no, <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, just that no one will buy it if the video is bad. <laughs> now you don't have anything to lose, so you can make any crazy idea you can. Fuck. Are we okay to go again? It's long. Details matter though. Go again. Drop School is brought to you by We Present. We Transfer's arts platform and was produced by Curly Media.